Welcome back to the Exchange for Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, James Black, and this week we go on a tour of Israel. Now, I've been there a few times in my career, and what we are offering today is a snapshot of the entrepreneurs and technology that are driving innovative solutions in health tech, cannabis, life sciences, and food tech. You'll hear from my colleagues, Mark Francis and Rob Cook on this recording, and we've broken this week's show into two distinct parts. First is an intro to VVT Medical and Concenter Biopharma, both led by Arez Tetro and George Chevion, respectively. After their introduction, they sit down with Mark to discuss their motivations for their businesses and the hard lessons learned bringing their visions to market. After that, we go rapid fire with Rob Cook. We'll introduce you to several more innovators and executives from the Israeli tech space, some who are firmly standing at the intersection of public markets and entrepreneurship. It's a fascinating cross-section on this week's show, and we look forward to sharing further adventures from Israel on this program. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Aras Tetro. I'm the CEO of EVT Medical. Uh, I've been with the healthcare industry for the past 18 years, most of my years with uh, J&J. Uh, I'm happy to present VVT Medical for you today. VVT Medical is a medical devices company that took on a big mission, and that's to address one of the largest problems in healthcare today, and that's varicose veins. It's a very common problem. More than 360 million people around the world suffer from it. Uh, actually, it's estimated that 50% out of all aged 50 and above will suffer from some severity of this condition. It could be on the lighter severity, a cosmetic and aesthetic issue, which is that a huge market on its own. And of course, with higher severities uh, and medical indications, it could be a real severe issue where a patient can have even skin ulcers that could be sometimes even life-threatening. The market is huge. It's estimated that probably 50% of all aged 50 and above will suffer from some uh, severity of this condition. On the lighter severity, it's more of an aesthetic uh, and uh, cosmetic issue, and a higher severity is more complicated to treat. We have a range of products to address uh, both of those, uh, let's say, uh, categories. Uh, our solution is painless. It doesn't require any downtime. It doesn't require any prolonged recovery. We usually, we just call it a lunch break procedure where a patient can come to during his uh, lunch break, talk to the doctor, sit down with him. The doctor will examine his leg, and then he will do the treatment. The treatment is without any anesthesia, doesn't require any uh, prolonged recovery. And after half an hour, the results are there, immediate, painless, very, very safe, and the patient goes home. Goes home. The way we do it is proprietary technology to us that we developed, and we have... Uh, started selling uh, all across uh, Europe, Latin America, and uh, the Asia-Pacific uh, region. And we are very close to obtain our FDA clearance for our first uh, product. And we're inviting you to ask any questions that you may have. Thank you very much. I'm Rob Cook. I'm here with the CSE in Tel Aviv. And I've just met Dror Chevillon from Concenter Biopharma, who is an entrepreneur, innovator, CEO of the company and its founder. And why did you come here today? Well, we are looking at the option of uh, taking the company public. And uh, one of the options, of course, is uh, Canada. Great. And we came to meet the people and uh, see what we can learn and uh, establish the connections to move forward. 
And what does Concenter Biopharma specialize in? Well, we are developing uh, drugs for type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is one of the major problems in the world today with over 580 million people suffering from this disease. And surprisingly or not, all of the drugs on the market today for type 2 diabetes are actually not drugs for type 2 diabetes. They are drugs for treating either the symptoms or the complications of the disease and not the core problem of the disease. And what is the core problem of type 2 diabetes? Insulin resistance, which keeps on rising and rising as time goes by. So usually patients start off with one drug and then they're added another drug and another one. And then they move on to injectables and eventually even uh, take insulin which shows you that all the drugs actually don't work because the patient situation gets worse and worse. Right. Our drug has shown that it can lower insulin resistance and restore insulin resistance levels to normal, almost 100% to normal. So this is a breakthrough. This, there's no other drug with this mechanism of action and with these results. So we did a lot of preclinical work. We went to FDA, we had a pre-IND, we submitted an IND, we got some comments, we raised money twice already through a crowdfunding platform here in Israel called PeopleBiz. And now we are in our second uh, clinical trial, testing our final, um, our final uh, drug, which is an oral pill that you will take once a day, and it will lower your insulin resistance back to normal and thereby it will solve the problem of diabetes and will stop all of the other complications which are even worse than diabetes itself. That sounds wonderful. It is really a breakthrough on a global scale and we have, for all practical purposes, an unlimited market of hundreds of millions of people with no real drug for treating their disease today. So we think we we have uh, something that is very important to humanity in general to, of course, uh, uh, health systems around the world which cannot, uh, you know, raise the money to deal with this disease which is costing hundreds of billions all over the world. So, uh, we are in need of some more uh, money in order to uh, conduct the clinical trials and further the drug through the regulatory uh, pathway and take it to market as soon as possible. Look forward to that. Thank you. Mark Francis with Canadian Securities Exchange here in Tel Aviv with two exciting medical device and technology companies. We're very pleased to have them with us today. So tell us, Dror, what was your first aha moment and what did you do immediately after? Well, I actually think that uh, our success is not one aha moment, but many small aha moments. Um... Every time we we do a a trial, whether it's preclinical or clinical, and you see the results, and you say, wow, it's unbelievable that uh, we we show these great results unmatched by by any other technology, any other drug that's out there. And and we want to bring our drug to market, uh, you know, the next day, because we know it's going to change, drastically change for the better the lives of hundreds of millions of people. So... We have these small moments where we say, wow, another another small win, another vote of confidence, another uh, step forward in the, you know, raising money, whether it's uh, a trial, whether it's getting an approval or winning a, uh, a prize for, for the drug or for the company or for 
the people in the company, each of those a little step, a little aha moment, driving us forward and leading us towards our goal of reaching the market and helping uh, hundreds of millions of people cope with this disease. So, and what was the genesis of coming up with that molecule? How did that occur? Well, the molecule basically was discovered by a group of uh, scientists at the Hebrew University Hadassah Medical Center. The main uh, the leading scientist was my father, Professor Moti Shevion, uh, and, and they were looking for, for, for different types of uh, cures for inflammation. And they found this type of, uh, of combination or complex of, of, two, of two molecules, uh, one of them a chelator and the other uh, a metal ion. Um, and eventually, after trying different types of, uh, of combinations and on different types of diseases, they, they found out that a specific combination, which I mentioned, a chelator and a zinc ion, are, uh, this combination, this complex is very uh, potent, efficacious, and safe for treating type 2 diabetes. So that, that's how it started a long time ago, by the way, at the Hebrew University. Um, we started in 2015 by taking the IP from the University uh, Technology Transfer Unit and then uh, working on preparing all of this uh, for the company, which was actually set up in 2019. But four years before, we were already working. Very good. And Eris, how did your technology start? Well, it started really by looking into what kind of solution we can bring that doesn't require staying in the operating room. How can we make it more accessible into private vein clinics, outpatient clinics? And the idea was to find a way to have it done in a normal setting, in a normal uh, doctor's room. So we found how we can do it by really addressing a very simple way of dealing with the issue. Most of the problem was dealing with the blood that inside the veins, and the idea was to really eliminate the blood from the vein that really allowed us to do it in much more simple settings. And so you had the concept, you started to work on it. Tell us about a mistake that you and the team made and what you did to fix it. So I think one of the uh, later things that we understood that was a mistake is that we probably came to the market too soon. So we introduced a very advanced technology to a market that wasn't really ready for it. We should have worked more on the awareness and to the idea of having this kind of solution uh, where it was a bit premature. Today, I can say that most of the um, uh, let's say most of the industry and the uh, relevant uh, specialties are understanding that this is really the, the future. Uh, but back then, it was a bit too early. And Jor, you mistake? Yes. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of small mistakes here and there uh, that we made. Um, I think one of them was that uh, we thought that uh, working with subcontractors, once you give them a job and it's very well defined, it will be done. And I think we, we learned uh, very quickly that even though you have very good definitions and scope of work and everything is set and there's a time and a budget, usually there are unforeseen troubles. And I think the real, uh, the real uh, thing you need to, to be aware of is that there are problems 
you need to find them very quickly and to fix them even quicker. And then you can move on. Right. And so you've raised the issue, drawer of clinical trials. And I know each of you have had to go through clinical trial processes. Drawer, you probably have a longer clinical trial uh, process to go through because it's a drug. But tell us about the challenges within clinical trials and, and what you've learned from that process. Well, um, we actually uh, went to FDA early on in, in the process of uh, developing the drug in order to get their uh, kind of pre-approval for a regulatory pathway called 505B2, which is normally used for different types of drugs. But in our case, there are special uh, reasons why they gave us this, uh, this uh, conditional approval. Um, and this makes for a shorter uh, clinical trial uh, time and, and small number of patients per trial. So we don't have the usual 8 to 15 years clinical trials. Usually it's 505B2. Clinical trials take between 2 to 5 years, and we think in 3 years we can, uh, we can finish that. But still, clinical trials are complicated from getting the approval from the hospital and the uh, internal review board in the hospital or in the Ministry of Health here in Israel etc., etc., you know, finding the patients and uh, conducting the trial. All uh, complicated uh, complicated trials with a lot of uh, potential for, for mistakes. You have to work on it. Right. And you, Eris? So, the, uh, besides all the things uh uh Bro mentioned that we of course also encountered what we were really uh, uh saw as a challenge is to really explain something that never done before to patients coming into the clinic and trying to let them understand why this could be uh even better for them than the existing treatments and we were able to recruit the patients and do the uh the study uh, we did for the European approval and the result was good. So when we approached the FDA in our pre-submission meetings, they immediately accepted our clinical uh, data thanks to the successful uh, procedure we did with the uh, European Union. So that's our case. Okay, very good. And Dror, what do you see as your biggest challenge going forward? Well, I think uh, the challenge is, is always raising money that will be enable you to uh, to do what you think is the right way to uh, to do things. You know, uh, you can raise a small amounts of money each time for a very small uh, improvement or uh, a step forward, and then things take long longer, and uh, you lose momentum. And you can raise a lot of money, but you have to persuade. Uh, the people giving you that money that it's the right thing to do. I think this is the biggest challenge because everything everything else is not simple, but it's doable once you have the resources. Areas. So in our case, it would be to raise awareness. A study in the U.S. showed that from the entire potential of people, which is millions over millions, only 5% seek for treatment and only 2% eventually undergo treatment. So for us, uh, creating a bigger pool of patients and enrolling them into our solution, uh, that would be really the uh, challenge, a challenge that we're welcoming, of course, but that would be our challenge to really raise the awareness on how 
easy, safe, and fast, this treatment could be done. Very good. And what is your next milestone? So my next milestone is uh, receiving the 510K uh, FDA approval, which is uh, very close. Uh, we're working on it for uh, more than two years now with pre-submission meetings with the FDA, constant uh, uh, communication with them. And now we are in the final stages of the submission. And prior, uh, or due to the fact that we are already in a very long process with them, we are we believe that we will have a fairly smooth submission. And we're hoping uh, to receive the 510K uh, somewhere in the first quarter of 2023. Okay. And Dror, you your next milestone. Well, uh, there's not one. There are several. On the regulatory side, we need to go back to FDA with uh, um, updated uh, IND package. On the uh, production side, we need to finalize the production of our oral formulation drug. On the preclinical tox studies, we need to add some uh, results there and conclude the CMC package for, for FDA. And of course, uh, underlying or Encompassing all of that is the fundraising uh, that we still need to uh, to work on in order to be able to do all of these things simultaneously. Hi, I'm Rob Cook. I'm with the CSE. I'm here in Tel Aviv with Jonathan Ben Kanan, and Jonathan is one of the co-founders of a very unique Canadian-Israeli company that's called Atlas Global Brands. And please, Jonathan. Tell us what what you are doing with this company. Well, Rob, what we're doing is uh, really something unique. We will be uh, the only Canadian uh, domiciled uh, cannabis company who has more than 50% of its revenue coming from international markets. We, we will be in seven international markets from the get-go, Israel, Canada, Australia, and four uh, European markets. In addition, we have a management team of people that have done it before have been executives in rapid growth global companies reaching turnover of $650 million. We will have the full value, value chain from cultivation in Canada, manufacturing in Canada, distribution in Israel up to the retail level. We will own uh, pharmacies in Israel, cannabis licensed pharmacies, and we will have distribution in, in other countries as well. So we have the full value chain. Complete vertical integration. Complete vertical integration okay. with, with the best cultivators in Israel, sorry, in Canada, and the okay. best distribution in Israel. Wonderful. Okay. And how long have, has this been in the works? Well, some of, some of the companies that, are com that our group is comprised of have been around for five to seven years. Right. But the initiative to bring all of us together has been ongoing now for a year. Okay. Well, it sounds like a great adventure. Yes. Really? Yes, it's been okay. quite a challenge. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for telling us about it. And I'm pleased to be meeting with Eli Ben-Harush, who's the co-founder and the CEO of Stick It, which is another innovation from Israel. Eli, please tell us, what is it about Stick It? Oh, well, Stick It is innovation, a startup, Israeli startup, that yeah. we develop uh, cannabis sticks Anyone that want to have a smoke and you want to have a regular of procedures of the cannabidium inside, right. you will find stick it is the great answer. So it's a stick. It's a stick. And it's go not inside a glue. It's a stick. It's a stick. You go yeah. inside directly to the pre-roll or tobacco cigarette 
and then you have upgrade your smoker. Okay, all right. And how long has this been in development? Oh, Stickit is established 2019. Yes. We are pending our patent. We start to develop R&D. We are creating now the first bench in America. These days, we did it last year in, in Europe. We start to sell, go to the market, and we are having about um, like uh, five or six manufacturers negotiate in Thailand, Mongolia, Canada, uh, South Africa, and Australia. So almost all over the world yeah, already. We, yes, the business structure is very, very um, good for the joint venture. We're looking for each one of these countries and other. Okay. A joint venture, we like to have partners. We're going to bring the technology, and then the uh, local company will sell, distribute, sole agreement to the dispensaries or shops or convenience shops. Right. So just like Coca-Cola, you could be all over the world. Yeah, and eventually, think about it. In, in, in five years, we're going to sit around party, uh, around, uh, you know, like a party, a birthday party, whatever. And then we can ask each other, you want to smoke, you don't need to roll, you don't need to have the flower, you just take the stick, put it inside, then you have a joint ready. Okay. Thanks very much. Thank very you. Interesting. Thank right. you very much. Thank you. And I am talking today with the CEO of Beyond Oil, Tamir Gedo. Tamir, nice Hello. to see you again. Nice to see you. And why is Beyond Oil so successful? Beyond Oil is so successful because we invented the formulation which is patented all over the world. And uh, this product can extend the life of the oil by 400%. Uh, so, uh, you know, restaurants like McDonald's and KFC, which needs to change the oil every two or three days, now can change it every 14 days. And that reduces the cost of those uh, uh, restaurants by 400%. And the product is much more healthy and helps the environment. Wow. Cost saving, healthier, better for the environment. Yes. Yeah. A, a triple win. What can uh, someone expect more than that? Good. That's good. And uh, in, in an industry that's so old with a product that's been in use for so long, and now you've done something quite different to it. Yes, correct. This industry didn't, sh didn't show much innovation in the last couple of decades. And this is, you know, bringing high tech in the food business or food tech into a low tech industry, which is a very solid industry. And it's one of the most important one in the business because we are dealing with food uh, and the company doesn't compromise on health and security. We've got FDA uh, approval. We've got Health Canada approval, Israeli Ministry of Health approval. We are starting to sell now in Israeli uh, restaurants all over the country in four uh, big chains in the country. And very soon we are going to start selling in Canada and the United States. It's a great story. Thank you, Tamir. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm pleased to introduce Yoav Bar-Joseph, who is the CEO and the founder of Cannibal that has been listed on the CSC since how long have you been listed? Since uh, March last since year, 2021. Uh, sorry, 2022, this year. That's right. Yeah. 2022. We are new at the CSC. Thank you, Rob, uh, for having me here. Great to see you in uh, Israel. 
with you. It's great to be here, and, and it was great to have Cannibal on, on the CSE. And why has Cannibal been so successful as a company? Well, Cannibal is a food tech company. We are uh, developing uh, food products enhanced with the ingredients from the hemp plant. Right. We are doing uh, shakes and cake mixes infused with the hemp protein and hemp seed uh, ingredients, which are uh, new and innovative uh, products in the market, especially for the uh, U.S. market. Okay. A lot of people think, when they think hemp and, and you're infusing a food with a hemp product, they're thinking CBD. But you're talking about hemp proteins and seeds. Yeah. And hemp seeds and hemp protein are considered to be a superfood. And it's uh, very innovative ingredients. You can do a lot of uh, things with it. Enrich all kinds of uh, food and beverages. Okay. And uh, we see it as the uh, next uh, revolution of uh, protein. Next revolution of protein? Yeah. That sounds great. Okay. I'm Rob Cook. I'm with the CSE. I'm here in Tel Aviv today with Iris Pinkovich, who is the CEO of Inukan Pharma, which was the first Israeli company to this on the CSE. Iris, great to see you. And why is Inocan such a successful company? I think uh, it's all about teamwork. Uh, stand to the milestone of the company. Uh, hard work, a lot of uh, efforts, uh, innovation. Uh, Inocan is innovation uh, cannabis, and we try to be innovative in everything uh, we do. And uh, to promise uh, really results to our uh, investors, uh, I met someone uh, just a few months ago and he said, I met you three years ago just when you got listed. Eventually, we saw that everything you promised, you delivered. So uh, we, really try, we are really trying uh, to bring innovation. Our uh, liposome with CBD is now in the dog's uh, clinical trials and we see the benefits. So this is only the first step uh, towards human, providing wellness, uh, you know, to all. Clinical trials is a big step. It's a big milestone for the company. Yeah, I bet you're very proud of that. I'm proud, yeah. And it's a great uh, place to be. So let's continue. Right. Thank you again for listening to the Exchange for Entrepreneurs podcast, a proud presentation from CNSX Markets, Inc., operator of the Canadian Securities Exchange. As a reminder, the viewpoints on this show do not reflect those of the exchange and are solely those of the guests and do not constitute investment advice. For more information about the exchange, its services, and listed companies, please visit www.thecsc.com. Until the next show, thank you for listening, and don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button on your favorite listening platform. Thank you so much.